Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver, and this is year 13 of this series that we're now kicking off. We do change the questions up at the start of every year, so this is the first of a brand new edition of the questions, and for the fourth straight year... We are starting with Joey Logano. As some of you know who have listened to this for a long time, the tradition is to end the season with Landon Castle, but Joey Logano has been so good at answering these over the last few years. Figured we'd start with him. And he just won the Clash a couple weeks ago, so uh, he's the only person to win a race so far this year, and uh, we're, we're kicking it off with him. If you are listening to this on uh, the Apple Podcast feed, uh, I'm going to be delaying these, I think, maybe a, about a week this year. Um, so they'll probably come out uh, close to a week or maybe five days or so um, after the printed version comes out. The The reason is I'm just trying to be fair to the subscribers who pay money on The Athletic uh, to read these. Obviously, there's a written version and an audio version. And uh, if people are paying for something, then the audio version is just being uh, given away for free. It's not fair to those people. So I'll still obviously put the audio version up, just maybe a little bit delayed to give those people a chance to read it first. And there's also a podcast version of this on the athletics platform. Some of you are probably listening to that right now going, why are you explaining this? I'm already listening to it there. But um, the podcasts are getting easier to find on the athletic app. And so you can listen to those there as well. I know it's not in your feed, though, uh, for those of you who prefer the Apple podcast or Spotify type feed. But anyway, that was just a little bit of housekeeping. So let's go ahead and jump into our very fun interview with Joey Logano. All right, everybody. I'm back here with Joey Logano for the fourth straight year. You're going P1. So it's our new tradition. I must be doing okay if you're going to let me keep going first. You always make me feel like it's a good 12 questions because you're, you are so good at answering these every year. All right. And then I'm like, wow, these are really good this year. And How then I get like a few. How many years have you the 12 questions kick here? It's this been a long time. Number year 12, I think. Year 12. Maybe year 13. Yeah. So 2010. How long yeah. have you been in the sport? This is my 16th full-time 16th season. 16th year. Yeah. Wow. Getting old. Getting yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, you are. It's, <laughs> it's pretty when you, cool, though, to be around When you that start long, to remember, like, things is... that happen and you, like, reference them, you know, like, oh, remember, like, in 05 when this happened? People mm-hmm. are like, no. Right? You know what's funny <laughs> now is that I look back and watch, like, rewatch some of the races that come on every now and then, like, a classic race. And you can tell, like, the graphics on the TV wasn't very good. Like, you know, all, this, all of the camera, you know, quality wasn't that great. And then I see, like, my name out there. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, how long have I been doing this? <laughs> it's like, You're I'm on the old grace. stuff now. Yeah, 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 I know. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> well, let's see how this one goes. All, all right. right. 
Question number one is, uh, how do you feel about people who recline their seats on airplanes? Oh, uh, it doesn't really bother me. Okay, you're cool with it? I'm cool with it, yeah. Somebody sits in front of you, they lean it back. I mean, they, they have a limit on them. Yeah? Right? They can so only go so far. It's okay. I mean, my knees are, I mean, I'm a taller person, so, you know, it gets a little tight, but yeah. it's okay. Do you recline then when they recline? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess that's why, I mean, you can't be a hypocrite, right? <laughs> so if you I'm going to recline, I got to be with the person in front of me being okay. You know? Do you recline first sometimes? Like, are you, you'll initiate even without them doing it? Um, it's okay to admit. This is a safe space. I, I don't know. I can't say I've ever even thought about it. Okay. I so you probably do. Button. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. The one on, this one seat that I sit in a lot of times on our team plane, the thing just goes back and forth. The, the little button doesn't work. So I, whoever gets that seat is always going, every time you lean back, it just falls back by itself and it comes back. And then that's, that's the annoying seat. You take but. that on purpose, that seat? No, no, I guess it's assigned seating. Oh, so, it's a sign. Yeah. So, that's, so that's they keep a, putting you in the seat and you're like, this one's broken. <laughs> well, Blaney's in it now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Joey, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Uh, it depends what grocery store I go to. Okay. Right? Like, I noticed the closer I am to, like, Mooresville, you, you get recognized more often. The closer you go to the city, maybe not as much. Okay. Uh, that's, that's what I kind of noticed. Um, but not that much. It's a... Uh, I think everyone kind of looks at you three or four times sometimes. Like, you, you'll see someone keep staring at you. and Okay. That's always so kind they, of awkward. They kind of recognize you, but they're not necessarily yeah. walking up to you. Exactly. Yeah, you see exactly. them out of the corner of your eye. They, like, look at you, and they're, like, not sure. And my favorite part is when they pick up their phone and they'll Google you. You know? <laughs> so, like, and then they look at their phone, they look up, they look at your phone, look at go. <laughs> uh, like, I just give a thumbs up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you staring at me. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Ooh. Um, like a f- six, maybe a seven. That's um, pretty good for someone with three kids. That, so that's what's made it harder. A couple of things that make it harder for me is one, like if I'm in a meeting or I'm at work, I will look at my phone, but I won't respond a lot of times because I'm I can't focus on two things at once. I'm just mm-hmm. not good at it. So I try to do one at a time. And so I'll do that. Uh, usually like after a meeting or something, I'll do some, but with kids, you know how it is. It's like, and, and this is where it gets tricky for me is I'll look at it and I'll read it. And then it doesn't have the unread thing there anymore. Yep. And then a few more texts will come in and then you completely miss that one. That's where I get screwed up. You know, if you're like driving down the road and the text comes through and, and you take a quick glance, but you don't want to text and drive, so you just leave it down, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you get home, you just forget. Yeah, it's not, it's not trying around. to be a jerk. You're just like, oh, you saw yeah. it. I'll reply to that. You just right. didn't have time. And yep. yeah, Yes. That is I, I do that a lot. Yep. Hey, this, is, this is tricky. Now, this is a great issue, though. So we, we just won the clash, and mm-hmm. then we had uh, our third little uh, baby. She's a girl. And... Uh, then like two days later see if you win you get a bunch of text messages which is great i'd rather have more text messages when i lose because i can uh, you know <laughs> maybe take some words of encouragement uh yeah. even more but no one texts you when you lose right uh-huh. so and then so i responded to a lot of them while i was sitting in the hospital and then the next day the same amount came back in <laughs> oh my god i can't keep up so there's there's a uh, quite a few unread in 
missed text messages right now for me. Did you have any double stacked? Like you hadn't responded to the clash ones and then they then yes. you cut the babies. Yes. <laughs> People double congratulations, no response. Yes. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> it though. is good. It's it a is good. good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who, who just won't stop talking? Like maybe they cornered you and you're just like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, man. These are some random questions here. <laughs> You're 13, A lot of man. times, digging, this, digging this is, uh, you know what it is. You know exactly what it is. You have two kids. <laughs> kids are the best way to get out of anything. Like, any, like you're stuck with a conversation. Your kid just runs off. Oh, my kid ran off. You know, what am I supposed to do, you know? So, that's, a, yeah, kids are the best way out of that for sure. Or, you know, oh, he's got to go eat. Or, you know, if they don't pull you away, there's plenty of reasons to get away. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you can, they don't even have to say it. It's like, oh, this is their nap time or right. this is their meal time. It's a great, I mean, it's a great way to use your kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could only pick one form of social media, uh, one so- form of social media to use and drop the rest, which would it be? Uh, Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Instagram, Instagram right. a lot. That's, that's probably my, my favorite. Yeah. I'd go that way. How about you? I'm liking TikTok more and more. TikTok's pretty funny. Honestly, yeah. It's you, you don't get as many like I mean there I guess there are trolls but it's it's more of just like entertainment. Yeah. It's not like I like just the funny things that pop up. Yeah. There's some funny people on that thing. They're very creative. Yeah. Yeah. But like Instagram almost has the same thing now. They have the reels. You can hit the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it's kind it's, of it's almost the same. Some of it is some of it people completely repost the exact same content. Yeah, it just anyway. has a little TikTok thing yeah. on the bottom of the video. Yeah, yeah I know. You're like He's this isn't a real reel. You stole this. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? Well, coming from us, made plenty of mistakes. I would say what I've always done is as long as you learn from a mistake, be grateful you had the opportunity to make the mistake hmm. because not everyone has that opportunity. Um, you know, and, and you become smarter and better because of a lot of times that mistake. Uh, I think the worst thing that anybody can do in their life is be afraid of failure, being afraid of making a mistake because you'll never, you'll never grow. Mm. You just, you limit yourself immediately as soon as you have a mindset of being scared and sometimes you just got to go for it. And anyway, if it just doesn't work, oh well. Mm. Right. But if you never try, you'll never know. And so I'm a huge believer in just going for it and trying it. Now, being calculated, right? Not just being stupid about it and just saying, well, I'm going to try and I'll just, you know, jump out of an airplane or something. No, uh, uh, maybe not that. But I'd say, you know, being afraid to tell somebody how you feel or being afraid to take a risk uh, of some sort in your job or something like that, you know. uh, You know, I think there's so much. I feel like people are so, uh, especially like a lot of leaders that, that I've worked around, they want to know the truth. They want to know where they can be better. And, and a lot of times that's a risk for an employee to say something sometimes. Hmm. And I think that's something that I would appreciate if someone told me the truth all the time. Right. right. And, and, and so I try to do that the same, but sometimes it's a little risky, right. But, or making a mistake. And, um, but I think you just got to go for it sometimes. Okay. I love that. I love that. Uh, so I'm, I'm doing another wild card question this year where I'd mix it up for each person. And of course I have to ask you about, uh, your daughter who was just born and, juggling the three kids uh, i know it's only been a week or whatever <laughs> um, but you have three kids ages four and under 
uh, how how are you going to survive here, Joey? <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the better question is, how's my wife going to survive? Because <laughs> race season just started. Yeah. <laughs> and I get this thing. Uh, she might call it vacation when I go to the racetracks. <laughs> I call it a trip. It's a work trip. Yeah. But uh, I get my rest at the racetrack, so it's not bad for me. Um, but we got a pretty good system at home. Uh so a lot of times, so like I'll do the late night feeding and then wake up early with the kids. And that's, that's like my thing. And then she'll do the middle of the night. Um, because if I wake up at three in the morning, I'm just up. So, mm-hmm. and I'll be up the rest of the day. So she does that. And then, so we kind of get a good system there and then, you know, we kind of get everything rolling, you know, by seven o'clock in the morning, everyone's up and changed and fed and we got a system and then I can go to work, uh, and, and come back. So it's not, it's okay. We're doing Better than expected. Okay. You're veteran parents by now, so you've... We're you've something. I don't know veteran. <laughs> the oldest is only four. <laughs> um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joey, if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race, would you interrupt their celebration? Um, like when they do donuts or whatever? Yeah, like, like, like I, 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 I like kind of had the, the Hamlin Bowman thing from Martinsville last fall where... You know, mm. Denny goes out there as Bowman celebrating, and he's like, "No, I'm going to interrupt this." You know? Yeah. Uh, boy, it's so hard to put yourself in that position because emotion takes over. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to be sitting here right now and say, "No, I wouldn't. I would have in the past for sure. I don't think I would want to now because um, I don't want to deal with all the." bs that goes along with doing stuff like that okay um the fallout from it just everything just all the crap right it's just uh, anytime there's controversy it's just a bunch of crap and it <laughs> sucks it's a distraction to the whole race team yeah now i would want to handle it somehow right like i wouldn't just let that happen yeah right but doing something after the race is over am i accomplishing anything no but i'm also saying that as i'm sitting here in the nice weather and I haven't raced you know, this year yeah. yet. So I, it's, it's hard to say what I exactly what I do. I know what I would want to do would not to just react out of emotion and think methodically and do the right thing, uh, later. Um, you know, whether that's having a conversation or changing the way you race somebody. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think wrecking someone to win is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I fine with contact in general it's i don't care i'll do that all day long um so i got to be okay with that as well but 
I don't know about completely wiping somebody out, um, you know, but I would also expect maybe a, a reason for how it happened, right? So a lot of times it's a mistake. You don't see people blatantly wrecking each other very often. Yeah. It doesn't happen yeah. that often. That's true. Um, when you think about um, NASCAR five years from now, what are you most optimistic about and what worries you the most? I am most optimistic about what we're doing with racetracks. Um, I think last year showed a lot about going to Road America, um, you know, going to Coda, you know, some of these new tracks we've never been to and the fans and the excitement around it was huge, right? And then we took that to a whole new level with racing in a stadium, uh, you know, at the Clash that's that's a whole new world we haven't done yet right and that's huge because now we can actually take races to people right instead of being a long ways away from the city we're going to race like in football stadiums possibly mm -hmm. just like football stadiums are right <laughs> like they they go to the people uh you know and and that really brings on a whole new demographic that we haven't touched on yet yeah um to the point of what i was saying earlier right when i go to mooresville people recognize me when i go to the city they don't well, we got to fix that. Mm -hmm. And this is a way to fix that. So I am most excited about what we can do with racetracks and bringing them into urban areas. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, what am I worried about? Um, I try not to worry a whole bunch. Um, you know, this next gen car has had me worried for a while, mm -hmm. but I think it's going to be fine. You know, after going through the, the, the clash and, uh, getting some testing on the cars now and the way they're handling better now and seeing, you know, more parts come available, right? Like there is plenty of things to worry about in December. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we were, I would say borderline panicking. Uh, but I think everything's going to be just fine. So I'm not worried about a whole bunch. I think our sport's in a better spot than it may ever have been before. Um, you know, so I don't have huge concerns at the moment. Which okay. is great. Yeah, that is good. That's a nice feeling. What movie do you think you've seen the most times over the last year? Oh, uh, I know. Um, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is Hudson it a fan or something? Loves it. Okay. He loves Back to the Future. He loves the DeLorean. He was for Halloween. He was Marty. Wow. And I built him a. <laughs> DeLorean out of a cardboard box. Oh, and I, I think I saw this around. on social yep. media. Yeah, that's right. So uh, that is his jam. And yeah. so he thinks any car movie is his favorite, right? Herbie the Love Bug, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Like, those are his deal. Like, hmm. any, anything with a car in it is his favorite. So, but Back to the Future is like a whole different level. He wow. loves watching it. And uh, yeah, so I have a, this is, this is always fun. I, I have a DeLorean. Um, this is before he liked the movie, but I, I always thought DeLoreans were really cool. So, uh -huh. um, so now I'll pick him up in the, at school in the carpool lane, and I'll turn the Back to the Future theme song on. And I'll open the doors, and I'll have the music oh cranking when he comes out. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, he thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> oh wow! Way to impress his friends too. Oh yeah, the teachers look at me like I got three heads. <laughs> like you're putting a kid in that thing. I'm like we're just straight up the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, so. This is a little bit of a long one, but hopefully it'll make sense. A magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over. But 
you get to retain all the knowledge and experience you have now. So do you accept the offer to go back or do you stay in the present where you are now? Um, ooh, but I have all the knowledge I know now yep. and I can just go back 15 years. Yep, exactly. Does it change my family situation or just my racing career? I mean, I think for some people it would, but I don't think you would because you are already had a, like, let's say I'm talking to, I was thinking about this, right? Let's say I'm talking to some guy who's like never won a race or something and okay. they like won all these races. Maybe they've like, you mm. know, gone a different route with their family life or something because they're super famous or something. Okay. So, but, but, but my family life stays the same. So nothing I, changes there. I just go back I, 15 years. I, that's how I perceive it. Then absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a heartbeat. I would have won way more races by yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not, yes. 100%. Okay. 100%. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. All right. So uh, now I'm on to the question from the last guy, which was Landon Castle ended last season. I think he ended last time. He, he always ends it. And now you're always uh, So that's how it. I remember his questions. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but he just gave me this one yesterday. So this is a fresh question for you. Okay. Uh, what are the things you control in the race car that make your car go fast? I think he was looking for the beyond the, uh, beyond the gas pedal. pedal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More loud pedal, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are the things that I can control? Boy, it's a lot. Um, I think there's the surface level of a driver, right? Which is the, the talent part, the racing savvy, you know, make a car go fast, those things. And then I think there's race car driving 102 that is, uh, you know, team leadership, mental toughness, guiding the team, those type of things. Uh, that I think can create as much speed, if not more, um, at this level, hmm. because everybody's good. Yeah. This whole garage is just, they're a bunch of badasses. Everyone's great. Uh, so you got to find ways to separate yourself. And I think a lot of the times it's, it's, you just gotta be smarter than them. You gotta, you gotta be willing to work harder and think outside of the box more. Um, and try to uh you know look for weaknesses throughout your race team and work on those hmm. um you know so i think being as much of a team leader as much as a race car driver uh is a difference in okay. my opinion yeah that's really interesting um so uh, tyler reddick tyler reddick is next uh do you have a question i might be able to ask him ah uh, tyler reddick Tyler Reddick. Man, there's some good questions I'm coming. I'm thinking in my mind, but I don't know if I... Tyler Reddick is so good at running the wall. <laughs> I want to know how he does that. Yeah. <laughs> he is really good at running right up next to him. Him and Kyle Larson are the two that are so good at that. And I guess I'd wonder what what makes... What in his mind makes him great at that? Is it the fact that he's done it for so long and he was willing to make enough mistakes to the mistake question you had earlier was he willing to make enough mistakes and hit the wall that many times to get good at it because he hit the wall a lot yeah like a lot and larson used to do the same thing remember like when he started he'd yep. haul the nail up against the wall and he'd smack the fence and then throw cut the tire down and throw yeah. the race away yep so it 
did he think, I guess my question is, did he think about the risk he was taking by running up against the wall or was he just like, this is the fastest I'm going to go until something goes wrong? Mm. That would be my question. That's for, a really for good question. Reading. I love that. Cool. Because he's good at that. Yeah. Yeah. He is pretty aggressive. He, that's what makes him fun to watch. He is fun yeah. to watch. He is. Well, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm, see, now I'm feeling optimistic again. Like, oh, these, these got good answers, but we'll just see. We'll just see if the less interesting uh, <laughs> people. So, I mean, is, how many, how many uh, 12 questions uh, Q&As do you do a year? Is there, how many of these is there? I mean, I, I try to do one every week. You try to so, do one every week? Yeah, so 30. So you whatever. get everybody at some point well i'd like to try to mix it up now like because i think you know i, I want to try to it's a good excuse to talk to like some indie car guys or like oh, some uh, yeah. sprint car guys too or something jump out or of the game some a truck guy you know some yeah. truck rookie that's making a name okay so you know maybe like 20 cup guys mix it in with some of the i rest think it's a something. cool idea how people answer a question the same question differently that are really i'm sure a lot of us have similar answers at yeah this point, it's right it's uh even even I like how even people in, take the question or interpret it mm. to go with their answer kind of says something about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so you might take it a different way than yeah. somebody else or poke holes in it or something. be a psychologist someday? Is that your next thing? I, I think uh, <laughs> that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. But uh, probably, probably pay a decent amount. So that's <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something about school in that, though. Yeah. That's, 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 school no, part. that yeah. doesn't sound good. No fun. Well, uh, thanks again, though. I appreciate <laughs> all right, it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody, there you have it. Joey Logano on the 12 questions for the fourth straight year. And just such a down-to-earth, uh, fun dude to talk to. Uh, really enjoy all the interactions there. And uh, obviously, there's plenty of fans out there who who don't like him uh, on the track. But uh, from a personal level, he's a pretty tough guy to dislike because uh, he's smiling and laughing all the time. And like I said, just has a normal perspective on life. So uh, fun, fun to talk to him as always. So thanks for his time in doing that. And also thanks to the aforementioned Landon Castle, who, um, every year helps sort of vet these questions as I'm narrowing them down and trying to get the wording right. I always ask Landon, okay, what, what do you think? Um, you know, wh how would a driver respond to this? Would this be a good question to ask a driver? What do you think about this? And Landon was nice enough to spend 40 minutes with me on the phone the other day going through all these conceivable questions. I think I had like 20 and obviously narrowed it down or something like that. So, uh, yeah, appreciate him as well. And of course we appreciate you for listening to this podcast as well. Plenty more to come throughout the season. So check back right here in the teardown feed. If you're listening anywhere, but the athletic podcast app, uh, on the athletic app, there is a special section just for 12 questions podcast. So, um, they're not combined there. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.